Alright guys, back at you, Real Good Podcast, and we're at it with another solo episode of A Story Somewhat Story. And uh, on this episode, we're pretty much going to discuss my uh, my attempts to get famous. Uh, and uh, it, it might sound pathetic, and you know, whatever, it probably is pathetic, but it's really not that bad when you think about it. So this is pretty much going to summarize like all the attempts that I can remember that I've made to somewhat get some sort of fame or some kind of career from whatever. So, firstly, I'll start with uh, Survivor. Well, no, no, I won't start off with Survivor. Okay, so there was a show on MTV uh, years ago, probably like, you know, eight years ago, seven years ago, I don't know. But it was called World of Jinx. World of Jinx is what the name of the show was. And uh, it was this guy named Andrew Jinx. And he pretty much has a show where he'll like spend one episode will be spent with one person. So he'll just join a person's life and he'll just talk to them, hang out with them, get to know what that person's life is like. Now, each person that he joins is going to have a fairly interesting life. You know, he's done one with like a high school football player that was like a high prospect. And, you know, he went through his day-to-day life with Jinx and just like, you know, what he had to do, what he thought about, like, his future and possibly making the NFL and stuff like that. Uh, He's been with, you know, a bunch of different interesting people, like one guy that had autism or something, and he just, like, lived his life with him or whatever. So, they were sending out a little thing for, like, season two of the show. And they were like, oh, you know, if you you feel like you, you got an interesting life or if you feel like your life matches one of these categories, you know, send us an email and if we like it, we'll get back to you and we can discuss your whatever. So I was like, ah oh, man, like I've always seen things like this as like a why not situation because at the end of the day, I don't think there's a lot of people who actually write these people. Like I think everybody has the mindset of, oh, I, you know, they're never going to choose me. So what's the point of even bothering with it? But in reality, everybody's thinking that. So not a lot of people are actually taking it serious and actually turning in crap. So I was like, bucket, man. I saw one of the categories and it was something about like, uh, uh, yeah, I think it was like living. Yeah, yeah. It was living off the grid. Yeah, living off the grid. So I, I said, uh, I said, oh, okay, cool. I can do this. So I was like... I, I sent an email talking about, oh, you know, I've decided that I'm done with society and I'm just going to move uh, or I'm going to live in the woods in Alabama. And I told him where it was and like, oh, I've been doing it for a long time or whatever. And my friends every now and then, if I need help, they'll come bring me some food or something. But other than that, I'm strictly off the grid. So I sent him an email talking about this and uh Dear goodness, they actually wrote me back. And it wasn't like a standard generic email back. It was like a a legitimate person, maybe a producer for the show or something like that, who messaged me back and they were talking about it. They're like, oh, that sounds very interesting, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Is there any way you can send us a video uh, talking about, you know, yourself and how long you've been doing it and just, you know, just so we get an idea of what type of person you are. So I put together the video and maybe that was the beginning of the end for me. I don't know. Because once the video is done, I was in a house when I did the video. So maybe they saw that and they're like, maybe this guy's full of crap. I don't know. But the way I saw it was I was willing to give up uh, my life, 
Like I was, uh, I was in school at the time, so I was will- I was willing to drop out of school in order to get on the show if I was actually chosen. And if I was actually chosen, I was going to live out in the woods, like I was saying I would. So I was kind of fake news, but kind of real news at the same time. But anyway, I, I sent in the video, and uh, sure enough, they I I don't think they ever wrote back, or they they just like weren't a fan of it or something, and it just kind of ended there. So I I really honestly came pretty close to getting it right there. Um, so that was one attempt I had, and it wasn't a terrible attempt. I think I got pretty dang close. Uh, another attempt was the, uh, the, the homeless thing. Now, with the homeless thing, I did it, uh, for many reasons. Uh, what, what I did was I lived homeless at my university for, like, three semesters. So instead of living in an apartment, I just lived in the library or, yeah, mainly the library. I started off in the woods, but that didn't last long. But anyway... I did this kind of as like a, uh, oh, let's see what it's like. Uh, I did it also to save money. And uh, I just, yeah, I just wanted to see what the experience would be like. Uh, I wanted more free time to do things at the university. Before when I had a, uh, an apartment, I had to work a lot. And just, it sucked. I, c- I didn't have any free time. So I did this. But one of the reasons was to potentially get famous. Because here's the thing. I've seen how the world works. And I see that not a lot of people are doing... Um, you know, things like this. So you're not going to hear about a lot of people who are normal and living homeless while in a uh, university. You're not going to hear a lot about that. You might hear a story of a guy who's homeless in university, but it's going to be like a 40-year-old who's got like mental health problems and he's not somebody that you exactly want to have a TV show about or, you know, um, yeah, do, do some kind of documentary about. You just don't want to do it because it's like, this guy's clearly unstable, like F it. So I was like, look, if I do this, it's going to be a win in every category. You know, I'm going to get more free time. Uh, I won't have to work anymore. I'll get the cool experience of seeing what life is like without an apartment. And uh, I could potentially get famous off of it. So I started the journey. And, uh, you know, it, was, it really wasn't so bad. Like, I had some interesting first nights. I wrote a, uh, I had a blog about it on Tumblr. So I would write about it maybe, you know, three days a week. I would write a little story about Something might have happened to me or whatever. It, it, was, it was pretty good, I think. But, um, but yeah, so it wasn't long before people started catching on that, hey, I saw a guy, you know, I saw a guy sleeping in the library. Uh, oh, I saw, did you, have y'all heard about this guy sleeping in the library, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, you know, sometimes I would set up my stuff and people would see me uh, pull out a sleeping bag in the library and they'd be like, oh my gosh. And like you would see him, you know, laughing or talking to their friends about it or whatever. And, uh, you know, there was an app in, uh, at the time, I don't know if it's still popular, it was called Yik Yak, and it's pretty much like a Twitter, but it's completely, like, uh, unknown. Nobody has a username, everything's just, I think I'm using the correct word, anonymous? Yeah, anonymous. So everything's just anonymous, nobody knows who anybody is, but you would get on there and you would see people, you know, writing about, oh, you see the homeless guy, blah, 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 whatever. You know, the talk started happening. And uh, before you know it, I had a friend at the university that I went to high school with, and he sent me a message on Facebook asking me about it, and was like, hey, I I hear you're living in the library, what's this about? So I talked to him a bit, and he said he had a friend who was a, uh, like, one of the head writers for the school newspaper, and uh, he's like, oh, do you, like, would you be okay if she did a story on you about it? Because, you know, she's really interested about it, and she was asking, you know, me about it, and I said I knew you, so blah, 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 whatever. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd be down for that. And, you know, for me, this was like the beginning of potentially something happening. 
And in so, oh man, honestly, <laughs> things just did not go my way during this thing because it could have gone so much better. But the article happened, like I met up with the girl and uh, she interviewed me, asked me a bunch of questions about it. I told her all my answers that I thought about the situation. And, uh, and then at the end, I told her about my blog that I was writing in. I was like, oh, you can put that at the end so people can kind of follow the story if they want to. So she's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I didn't know what kind of you know, article it was going to be, if it was going to be super small or whatever it was going to be. So I wake up one day, and the new newspaper's out. They put it like one newspaper out a week. And uh, sure enough, front page of the newspaper, I'm on the front page of the newspaper. I was like, gum. Oh, this is, this is ham. This is good. Okay, this is good for the potential to get famous. This, this could really go somewhere. So, you know, it, the, the newspapers are all over the school. The school has like 25,000 students. So a lot of people are going to see it. A lot of people are going to be talking about it. And uh, it could generate just enough talk to possibly get me on something like Ellen. Okay, I'm thinking Ellen possibly, but I don't know. So now... At the time, I didn't realize this, but I did not have a lot going for me. So I was not a popular guy at the university. I really wasn't. I didn't have like any groups that I hung out with. It was just kind of me, and that was about it. So it wasn't like, oh, I had you know a massive fraternity to back me up and be like, oh yeah, spread the word, uh, put put uh, big guy on Ellen or whatever, blah blah blah, whatever. It, it was nothing like that. It was just like uh, people heard about it. And they're like, who is this guy? Nobody knew the guy, and they wanted to know who the guy was. It wasn't like, oh, let's th- get this guy on Ellen. So anyway, you know, the, the article comes out. And before you know it, uh, I'm getting a lot of messages on, like, uh, Facebook. So personal messages. And it's uh, some of the people are students. And, you know, they're asking, hey, man, I read your story. Blah, that's so cool. Uh, you you want to meet up? I would love to talk to you about this. Blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I got a few people saying stuff like that. I got a few people that were from, like, uh, uh, I guess, like, news news organization news companies or something from wherever i don't know but they were asking they were sending me messages like hey we heard about your uh your story blah 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 uh we would love to do an interview with you and put your uh you know this story in our little news uh online or in our newspaper or whatever and i was like oh, oh yeah fuck yeah so it just seemed like that it was spreading like it was like it needed to and you know once it got picked up by a like a national thing then it was on, and I knew that, and I knew if I could just get it picked up by a national thing, it's game over. I was going to have a high probability of getting some kind of fame from this, and when I say fame, I'm not trying to come off as a douche, I'm like, I want to be famous. It's mainly just like getting the opportunity to do something big that can bring you in a high income. So for example, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of somebody that's gotten famous. Okay, for example... The, the guy from 127 Hours, that guy, you know, he was just an average Joe. He was an engineer, normal guy, liked the outdoors, and, you know, The Rock crushed his arm, and he had an amazing survival story, and, you know, he ended up losing his arm, and it was incredible. The guy's a freaking hero for being able to survive that. But after he did that, he's now speaking at universities and crap, and he's probably on, like, late-night television and stuff, and now he's probably getting paid you know, I have no idea. I would say somewhere in the ballpark of like $10,000 to speak at a, like a university or something and tell his story. So I was like, okay, if I can just go mainstream, then I can have that opportunity to either speak at a university or write a book 
or do a documentary or do something where I can get some kind of high level of income from this story because it's such a unique thing or whatever. So the mainstream articles pick it up and, uh, or not mainstream, but like there was one that was a national one. It was called, uh, God, I almost want to say it's like the uh, student reform, student reform something. I, I don't know. It's like a, uh, it's a, it's a college news source website. It's not enormous, but apparently it's pretty big. So they picked it up and did a non-biased uh, interview on it. Like they weren't trashing me. They weren't saying I was awesome. They were just like, you know, this is what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. That got a lot of people looking at it. I think it probably got somewhere around like four to 5,000 views of the article. Like that's how many people read it. Got a lot of comments on it, probably like a, a hundred comments or so. Uh, but then I noticed a lot of people were, uh, a lot of news sources, unfortunately, a lot of these were like right-wing news sources that were picking up the story and like molding it into like, oh, this guy's living off the government, living off the university. He can't get a job to support himself, this piece of crap, blah, blah, blah. And they just went ham about it and were just like, just ridiculous fake news. Like reading through it, I was just like, oh my gosh, the level of fake news. Considering in the uh, the thing I had said, I'm anti-government handouts, anti-welfare, anti-stuff like that. I said that in an article and they read that and they're like, You'd be surprised to hear that he's anti-welfare. I mean, with the way he's living, this guy's definitely going to be on the welfare in the, system, uh, in the future. It's like, you're idiots. But anyway, so it got picked up by a few people. And I knew it was really getting big when it got picked up, like I was saying, by other places that I never even talked to. So these were news sources that I never came in contact with. They didn't ask me anything. They just took the story and like mixed it in their own little way. And I was like, yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> it's going against me. Which, you know, that's whatever. But it's publicity nonetheless. Like, maybe it's negative. It doesn't really matter. It's publicity. And a lot of people are reading it. So, you know, I had a few students meet up with me, talk to me about, oh, that's so interesting, blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, it was just like a one and done. They would meet and they'd just be like, okay. And we never talked again or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so it was getting pretty big. I was getting a fair amount of uh, attention from it. And I was like, dang, this, this could be something. But then it's like, I don't know, after the, the initial news cycle went, it just kind of like, you know, there was a few, I guess, cult followers of the thing that would read the blog, they would comment, they would send me messages, whatever. But overall, it was pretty, like that was the high point of the entire thing. That was it. Once that ended, that was kind of the end of it. And that was it. Now there was, a, uh, there was another situation that went pretty like local viral that I did where it was on the Yik Yak app, and uh, people, I don't think they knew it was me, but I had a situation where there was like, a, there was collector's edition Star Wars cereal boxes, and there was toys in the box, and the box itself looked really bad, eh? So all I wanted was the toys and the boxes, that's it, that's all I cared about. I didn't care about the cereal, because there was no way I was going to eat it, because I lived in a library. So I was like, okay, well I need to find a way to sell the bags of cereal, but keep the boxes and keep the toys because those are the things I want. So I posted on Yik Yak and I was like, hey, anybody want to buy like uh, four big bags of cereal? I'll sell them like half price of what I paid for them. I just bought them th uh, today. And uh, I guess like people thought it was ironic or, or like uh, quirky, or, I, I don't know. But people jumped on it and like the likes just started going through the roof. And uh, it was like, you know, on this app, if you're 
comment or if your little yak is getting a lot of attention, it'll go to the top. So then when everybody gets on the app, they'll just go straight to the top one and they'll see you and they'll be like, oh, dang, that's funny. And then they'll like it. So it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And uh, so, yeah, it, it got pretty out of control. And then, like, people went to document the whole thing. They're like, dude, when you – because some guy offered to buy him. He's like, yeah, I'll buy him. So <laughs> so he bought him. And people are like, oh, make sure when you all buy him, you all take a picture to prove that it actually happened, blah, blah, blah. And we did. And it got a, a – like I said, it went local viral, but that's about it. And uh, so, yeah, it kind of died down. The whole little homeless thing, the whole story kind of died down. You know, the attention just pretty much went nowhere after the initial thing. But what happened was there was a uh, another girl at the university. I think she was like a sophomore. And uh, she, I guess like, I don't know, during finals week or something, she was bringing a Keurig machine into the uh into the library to make coffee while she was there doing like all night studying or whatever and uh people thought it was like the greatest thing ever they're like oh my gosh did she just bring a keurig machine in the library oh my gosh that that did not just happen so this girl was a sorority girl so i guess since she was a sorority girl she had a bunch of her sorority sisters are like oh my gosh you're so freaking funny i cannot believe you're doing that blah 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 and then it just exploded because people were like, oh, sorority girl, she's popular. She's uh, unique. She's bringing a curry machine in the library. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not trying to come off as like a jealous loser. But it was ridiculous because her little thing generated a lot of attention. And it ended up getting an article in this school newspaper as well. But her article was very small, like in the middle of the newspaper. It wasn't front page or anywhere near front page. It's very small. But once it got released, it's like everybody went ham on. They're like, oh my gosh, who is this girl? This I've got to meet this girl. She's so effing cool. She's my hero. Oh my gosh, she's my hero. And it's like, at the end of the day, all she was doing was making her own coffee with a Keurig machine in the library. That's it. And it's like, here I am. And again, not trying to come off as like a jealous loser because I'm really not. I don't give a buck. But here I was living in the library for three semesters sleeping in there, cooking my own food in there. I would literally cook up rice and beans in a rice cooker every day in there. Uh, Cooking oatmeal in there every day. That was happening every day. And then here she comes like once or twice during finals with a curry machine and she explodes. And then what made it even worse, I would not even even care if it just ended there. But what made it worse is Cosmopolitan? Cosmopolitan. I think that's the name of that magazine. The magazine picked it up, did an article on it, put it on the internet, which is a big news source. They did an article on it. They went, oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> and then, and then uh, she, they, they started trying to hashtag uh, current girl on Ellen. And they, like so many people were trying to get her on Ellen. And uh, sure enough, a TV show did pick her up. And she ended up going on the TV show called The Doctors. It's like, it's a really generic TV show, but it's, I think it's based out of Los Angeles. And it's just a talk show about like uh, health. And it's like a bunch of doctors talking about like, oh, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. We have a guest on the show to talk about blah, blah, blah. So they brought her on the show to talk about like uh, the benefits and drawbacks of drinking coffee, I guess, or Keurig coffee. And, uh, yeah, so she got on that show. Now, I don't even know if it ever aired because I'm not going to lie. I heard and I saw that she flew to L.A. and they flew her out there and she did the show. But I've tried to look it up. I cannot find it. So I don't know if that was actually true or false. I don't know. 
But either way, it's ridiculous. I saw Keurig, the official Keurig Twitter, sent her a tweet, and they're like, we love you. And they gave her, like, I don't know, maybe free Keurig for, like, a year or something. I don't know. But it blew up so hard. And, and the reason it blew up so hard is because she was popular. And the reason mine didn't blow up so hard is because I wasn't popular. And that was, I mean, that was the end of the story there. But, yeah, during the process, I will say, during the process of me being homeless, uh, I was getting on every uh, talk show uh, website and trying to like turn in stories or whatever about the situation, trying to get on the show. Nobody ever replied. Um, and yeah, I'm trying, I think that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think, I think there was a time, uh, when I was doing this, I was working on the staff that would bring in like, uh, you know, speakers to the university. So whenever we had a speaker, I, uh, I would, um, yeah, I would get to meet them. So I would get to hang out with them, meet them, whatever, talk to them. Uh, the bigger names we had on there was uh, TJ Miller. He's, uh, he was in Big Hero 6. He was in uh, the Emoji movie. He's in a ton of films, honestly. He's in Silicon Valley, the TV show. But uh, TJ Miller came there. Uh, freaking the guy, Rob Swanson, or whatever the crap the guy's name is from Parks and Recreation. I don't really care about that guy. But yeah, that guy or whatever. And uh, there was one guy that I met when I was there. I forget which one it was. But we were talking. I think he noticed, like, I had a big backpack. I always had to carry a big backpack because I pretty much had, like, a lot of crap that I had to carry around. And he noticed it. And uh, he heard about this story, like, me living in the library. He's like, oh, dude, that's crazy, blah, 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 whatever. But it just kind of ended there. And uh, that was, you know, it didn't go anywhere from there, you know. You would hope that the guy would be like, oh, oh, dude. Can I do a story on you? <laughs> but obviously that didn't happen. Um, and to make things worse, uh, there was a story just like mine of a student at another university in Alabama. And uh, he was living homeless. I don't know if he was living in the library or his car or whatever. But uh, he got, they found out about it. And they did a huge news article on him. Like, you know, statewide news. And they put a GoFundMe together for the guy. And he got like over a hundred thousand dollars i was like oh my gosh dude could you imagine i oh man that's the thing it's like it's all about the luck man i did everything i needed to do i, I didn't get a ted talks from it i didn't get anybody from it. The, the one thing i actually did get offered something at one point there was that local realtor in the area who heard my story and uh i guess he felt bad or something and he offered me uh to live in one of his apartments that he owned for free. Like he was just going to let me live there for free, whatever. But I turned it down because I was like, honestly, man, I don't even need it. The library is comfortable. It's not a big deal. I don't want you to like miss out on making money because some homeless guy's living in your place. So I just turned it down. I was like, uh, don't worry about it. But, uh, but yeah, that was about as much as I got from it. And like I said, I know I come off as a douchebag, but it's like the way I see life is you, you might as well always try to get famous, like not try hard, just, you know, an attempt every now and then, because you never know when it's going to actually happen or if it could happen. And if it does happen, you're pretty much set for life. You're going to have opportunity after opportunity to do amazing crap, uh, to make a ton of money, to live pretty much the dream life. And uh, all it takes is just the occasional attempt. You know, you, you never know if a YouTube video is going to go viral. You just don't know. I mean, so far they haven't. But uh, you just never know. 
So you might as well always like, you know, live your normal life, work your normal job, do your normal crap. Because obviously that's going to be your safest bet and smartest choice. But always, you know, keep, don't feel like it's impossible to become famous. I feel like I came very close to getting there. Uh, I didn't quite make it. But, you know, I ain't done yet. I'm still going for it. I'm not really going for it, but, you know, it's, I'm not going to count it out, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it can give you the best life ever. Not the best life ever, but it can give you a really good life, enjoyable life. So I say why not go for it. But, yeah, those, those were the two main attempts. I had some other times where I was selling uh, some necklaces that my friend was making, and I would try to uh, get in contact with famous people. Uh, to promote the item and it actually worked out pretty well I had a um, I had a time where I went to a speaking event at a, a school in Mississippi and it was these guys from a MTV show they were speaking there and after the show there was a meet and greet like there always is and I gave them some of the products some of the necklaces and I was like hey guys you, you can have these uh, it's a company that me and my friend are doing and we're trying to sell these blah 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 whatever and uh, the guys, they loved them, dude. They, they were like, dude, these are amazing. And one of the guys put it on his uh, Instagram and was like, straight up said it's the best thing anybody's ever given him or made for him. And I was like, dang. So everybody on his Instagram saw it. Now, unfortunately, the company didn't go anywhere. But it was pretty cool. And I also had a situation in Mississippi again at a different university. And uh, it was uh, two NFL football players that were at like a um, like a practice game for the university and they had gone to that university in the past and I guess they were just there like you know whatever bullcrapping around but they were pretty big names in the NFL like they weren't enormous but I think one of the guys was a pro bowler so like he was an all-star for the NFL and uh, I somehow managed to talk to the guy and I was like hey blah 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 whatever and I talked to him he's like hey man what's up and uh, I gave him one of the necklaces I was like hey man so I'm gonna give you this it's a company me and my friend are doing you can have one you know Put on your social media if you want to. Do whatever you want with it. It doesn't really matter to me. But uh, yeah, man, he goes, like, oh, dude, thank you. And like, he loved it. He was like, this thing is cool, man. I'm going to have to show uh, my teammates this. And I was like, God, that's him. So, you know, <laughs> I did what I had to do to make strides. Um, never hit the Grand Slam, but I had some small victories. And uh, But yeah, that's pretty much just, it's going to be it for this episode, I guess. Um, just a small little ramble about, you know, trying to get on some things and whatever. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, I will see you next time on Real Good Podcast.